Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Hello and welcome back to the EPL Roundtable. I'm your host Kevin DeVries and as always if you'd like to reach us at the podcast you can do so by either tweeting us at EPL Roundtable or emailing us at EPLRoundtable at gmail.com. Alright, today's show is going to be a little different and much shorter than what you're used to because we're going to be doing some quick 10 to 15 minute segments for different countries that are at the Euros this season throughout the week instead of just one big show that is very quickly out of date. So this way we can try to keep you a little bit more up to date, a little more informed and in a more timely fashion. The first segment we're going to be doing is with Andrew Gibney of French Football Weekly. He's actually in France right now. So Andrew, obviously there's been a lot of external things happening at the Euros with fans, and we'll get to that in a moment. But let's start off talking about the actual French national team. What did you make of their 2-1 win against Romania? First of all, greetings from Marseille, Kev. Yeah, it was it was quite incredible because we were watching uh, in a bar in Marseille, so up from the the port, uh, the 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 meant to be a ban on televisions outside cafes. That, that completely went out the windows. They were, they were bringing chairs from, I think, anyone who had chairs in their house. They were bringing them downstairs to sit and watch the games. It was really a nice atmosphere. You had England fans singing Ali Le Bleu, which was quite fun. And it was also they got the goal, Giroud scored, and really got the party started a bit. And then there was a bit of a lull when Romania got the penalty. That sort of the, the despair that they might not get the win they wanted. But for Pai to score that goal the way he did, the minute that he did, uh, it, it went a little bit crazy. It was a fantastic reaction. It was great to see it, and that's really sort of like kicked off the tournament. It's got the French sort of excited. It's good. Yeah, it's a great way to kick it off, and it went from one minute a bit of doom and gloom to the next minute sort of euphoria, which was pretty special to be amongst. Yeah, does this win impact your views at all on how France will fare throughout the rest of the tournament, or do you think it was just kind of standard fare, and that you'll see another three points picked up against Albania? Yeah, I don't think it's changed anything. I think everyone expects France to go at least to the semi-finals. I think the French believe that. I think the players believe that. And it was France's first competitive game since Germany in the World Cup two years ago. So it's one of those, you have to really change the mentality of this is not a friendly. Uh, I even said watching the game, you sort of forget this is now a tournament. It's the opening game. It's, oh yeah, this, this means something. Uh, and I think that the goal from Paggy will sort of spur that on even further. It could have maybe felt like a defeat if they'd drawn one each with Romania. It's going to feel not just like a victory, but an important victory. I can see them rolling on now to obviously, definitely through the group stage. I can't see them dropping points if they were, they were watching Switzerland and Albania. They looked 
very evenly matched. Uh, so maybe got the edge, also they got the man advantage in that game. I, I can't see them trouble in France from what I've seen. And France will only get better because they are, they'll have that under, they've got the, the sort of monkey off the shoulder that the pressure's maybe gone the opening game. People believe and everyone's in a good mood. Unfortunately, it's not just the football that's going on over there in France. Lots of reports of violence throughout different fan camps. As somebody that's actually on the ground there in Marseille, what's your experience been like the past few days? It's been interesting because as a, as a sort of journalist, you have the, in your brain, you're thinking, I need to sort of be around and see what happens in case you're going to get asked questions. But also it's like, I don't want to be too close. I don't want to... Uh, and England fans have a reputation. that No one can deny that. And I, I saw two English fans who are friends punch each other on a flight from Lille to Marseille, which really doesn't do the stereotype any sort of, sort of backs up what you think. And there's been so many nice people and so many people said that the England fans singing Ale Le Bleu amongst the French fans. There's a lot of them, but there's also trouble. Uh, on day one Friday, we were having lunch, maybe a, a few a couple hundred metres from the, the port. And then we saw England fans are running away from somewhere. We saw some smoke. It was tear gas, which is the first time I've been uh, subject to tear gas, which isn't nice. And you've got England fans telling you that England fans were throwing bottles at the police. So you, what are you going to expect when you're doing that? But then we yesterday we were in a bar watching Albania, Switzerland. There was again there was some tear gas. So there was some people running past. And after we left, we just turned a corner. And moments later, we saw a good maybe 100 Russians that are charging towards the port. Uh, it's, easy, it's easy to tell when someone's walking casually or when they're walking with menace and purpose, and they definitely were. That was a sort of targeted attack. The English is more, they're drunk, they're on holiday, it's sunny, they've had way too many strong French beers, they're never going to back down. Whereas the Russians, it was, we are going to attack here and now, and this is how we're going to do it. Uh, two very different sort of approaches all having the same problems and, and if you know how the French police work <laughs> they don't mess around they will tear gas will come out just to sort of clear the area because they're not they're not going to start looking at who's doing what it's just let's get them all away from here and that's how they work and if you're throwing bottles at them I'm not sure what reaction you're sort of hoping to get any more than that Last night, we didn't see any trouble on the way back from the game. We saw the trouble inside the ground. I think everyone's seen Russia fans charge the England fans. There's no excuse in that. It's disgraceful. But we got back to the city fine. And Marseille is one of those places where it's so vast and big. If you want to avoid <clears throat> trouble, you can. Just don't go to the massive collection of fans together in a small, tiny square. You probably will be okay. And we've been up the hills, a couple of really nice bars, a couple of nice streets. Lots of people, no police, no trouble. There are so many examples of, of bad being shown, but there's a lot of examples of good. Uh, and t today is very strange. It's like there's still a lot of people around, but the atmosphere completely changed. We were down at the port. There was no trouble. Everyone was jovial. We had a chat to some England fans. I found another Scottish guy there. We'd also un unwittingly got tickets for that game, and it happened to be England. Uh, even he said everyone was really nice. And it's just... It's definitely still a small minority, but it's definitely on, on all sides. I mean, there's French ultras have been here as well, causing problems. They kind of think they live here. This is their patch. So you, you're going to expect them to have a go, I suppose. And we saw a, a Marseille fan and Kit get abuse from England fans. Like, this guy lives here. This is his team. 
why shouldn't he be wearing a Marseille <laughs> kit? <laughs> Don't have a go at him. It's just, it's very it's a it's a small minority, but people it just takes the wrong person to say the wrong thing to someone, and that's what kicks it off. So it's definitely it's been it's definitely been happening. It's been happening on all sides, but there's a, a lot of good things going on as well. Yeah, you mentioned the Russians and the English there. Obviously, there were also problems inside the stadium with the Russians charging the English fans. There were also some flares released, um, which is problematic. Then we hear that both the English FA and the Russian Federation have both been given warnings, saying that if fan violence continues to escalate, that they could even be eliminated from the competition. What impact do you think that'll have on the fans that are already there? I get why they have to do it. They have to say, but what they would do that they're going to attack fans in the streets. They're going to, it's a military operation. We're, we're sort of joking, joking today with the guys we're talking to. The Russian guys, you've got allegedly ex-army, a military operation attack against a guy who's like a postman from Coventry. And I'm worried about, we've been talking today about this, uh, the games coming up. You've got Russia against Slovakia in Lille, uh, where I'm going back to on Thursday. And then you have England against Wales in Lawns, which is only 40 kilometres away. But the best way to get to Lawns is a train from Lille. <laughs> so oh. you've potentially got these fans all meeting together, either before or after. And the English FA have told England fans without tickets, the best place to go is Lille, because you've got a fan park, it's only a 90-minute train ride on the Eurostar, you'll have a great time. Uh, that worries me, that they're all going to meet up and yeah, things could get bad. But I don't, you can threaten the Russian FA, the English FA. We can't stop these fans doing that. And that's not going to stop them. If you're a Russian fan here for a fight, you don't care what happens to that team. You're a mindless thug anyway. Kicking them out is not going to make any difference. It's, if, they're, if they've already booked their travel and accommodation, they're not going to go, oh, well, we're not going to play, so we may as well go home. No, nah, that's, that's not going to stop it. Another thing to mention on last night, the, a lot of questions on the security checks as well, and they were, I mean, they were really poor. And to put it into context, at a UEFA tournament, the, the city will organise police outside, like the, the army, the, the police national, the CRS, which is the right police, inside the stadium, it's UEFA that sorts it. And it was basically volunteers. People with, with vests on, if they've, you've got Russians or English running at you, you're not going to try and stop them. Yeah, It's not worth your volunteer. It's like, I, mean, I, had, I had three volunteers show me to the wrong seat on three occasions when I was trying to find my seat. They're, they're not equipped to stop charging fans. But there was, there was no identification checks. The bag check was very, very lax. Uh, didn't even get patted down. I mean, that's how flares got in. So, yeah, it's very, for, for all the trouble there's been over here, you would expect more. I, I hope there was better security checks in other stadiums, but that was, it wasn't impressive from that point of view at all. Yeah. Well, that's, that's disappointing to hear, especially uh, after what happened during the France friendly. Yeah. We, we yes. were told that there would just be loads of security and everything would be so thorough. So to hear that it's maybe less than thorough is probably not what people would like to hear. Um, lots of people on social media backing that up as well. But it wasn't just as of our gate; it was of a, a whole stadium wide thing. Yeah, even. yeah. Well, that's not terrific. Um, but anyway, you, we often shy away from these kinds of, of stories. But since you were there, we thought we should definitely touch on it. But now let's get back to the football. 
which is what yes. this tournament is all about. It's not about violence and random nationalism. Um, so you've seen a few matches now. Were France the team that impressed you the most that you've seen? I mean, they, they, they weren't brilliant. They, they had moments of of good play. I think that they'll know they can play better. I think people like Pogba wasn't great. Matuidi wasn't great. Maybe Griezmann as well. But uh, Kante was good. Giroud, Paye, fine. So it sort of balances. They'll get better. England in stages looked really good. There were some really nice moves. Uh, I don't remember if the Heat played a problem or just the way the Russians were quite well organised. When Russia were an awful team going forward, uh, uh, someone said, "Oh, we deserve to win." It's no, you, you didn't. You don't because you didn't win. You mm. deserve. You should have been two 0 up. You weren't. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it's been hard to gauge how Albania, Switzerland were pretty evenly matched. Uh, Turkey, Croatia as well. There was a lot of fouls and arm flailing going on some decent action in between it's I think it's still really wide open we're just getting a lot of good goals a lot of good goalkeeping as well that we've fought Uh, Modric's goal today was was stunning that was a a great hit the the typical Scottish guy in front of us was bemoaning the goalkeeping quality that's (laughs) that's what we do (laughs) but yeah great goal Eric Dyer's free kick uh, Paye-esque as Lakeith called it and Aussie Pai's goal probably still the best so far. Yeah, France probably maybe still edging it, but out of the top teams, we'll see what what Germany have to come in Spain and yeah, Portugal, as well. yeah. Belgium as well. Yeah, but yeah, it's going to be. I think it's, 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 also, it's, it's the early days, isn't it? We're, we're just getting into it, but yeah, I think the quality's been good. It's been good to watch, and it's going to be a really, I think, an open tournament because it's hard to call who's going to go through because there's three teams and four groups so that could throw up some interesting matchups in the, the last 16. Yeah, it's definitely an exciting tournament uh, for the neutral, which I am, because neither the Netherlands or the U.S. qualified for this European <laughs> championship. Um, all right, so now looking forward, we kind of touched on it briefly earlier. Next up for France is Albania. Do you think we'll see the same kind of lineup, the same kind of tactics? I can't, I can't see Deschamps changing anything really at all. I think he'll go with Griezmann, Paige Rue in the midfield sort of was okay. You expect more from from Pogba and Matuidi. Defense, the defense is a defense. Uh, they keep gave Ever a freer a ten, mostly because of giving away the penalty. And they just have to roll with that that defense the way it is. You can't really change it for for better or worse. Uh, Albania, I don't think. I mean, they've, they've now lost their captain Loric Sana, which is a shame because he is ex Marseille and should have been captain in his country, in his old stadium, but no, he managed to get two ridiculous yellow cards and get himself sent off, which was just, it's, it's kind of like him, but also a bit naive as well. Uh, I, I just don't see any threat. They missed a couple of chances that didn't create a lot. I think France, especially in the velodrome on Wednesday, should, it's going to be an amazing atmosphere, as we were talking today. The way the tickets came out, everyone knew this would be France's game. Uh, the Verdum, so it's going to be full of, of French fans and it's going to be a bit of a cauldron. You, you could sense the atmosphere last night in the England game and even as a Scotsman, it was quite a phenomenal atmosphere, so full of French. It should be even better, so I can't see anything but, but a win. Uh, I predicted 3-1 for the, the Romania game close, so it was 2-1, so I think something similar, maybe a 3-0, even a 4, if they get going and get goals early. All good points. Any final thoughts from you? I'm just really enjoying the tournament. It's great to be here. I've seen some random fans. I've seen Austrian fans who just come because, eh, why not? Uh, they bought tickets on the, the pretense that a team from their pot would 
would be here. So they've come down from Swiss fans, German fans down here. There's like away from the trouble. It's been really a really nice vibe, and I'm interested to see how the city changes over the next couple of days. I'm here until Thursday, uh, going to France Albania on Wednesday. How the vibe changes when obviously the England and Russia fans disperse throughout France, and we'll see, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, just really enjoying the tournament. It's it's kind of sinking in now that it's actually happening, <laughs> and we're here, and it's, it's going to be really good to to follow it. All right, and uh, tell the folks where they can find you. You can get me on Twitter at give me underscore a and all false false French Football Weekly, French FT Weekly. Uh, I'm on Snapchat as well. I've been doing a lot of videos on that, so get on that. Uh, you'll get the link there on my Twitter. Uh, just looking at the, the games and the, where we are and stuff like that. It's all, all good fun. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us. We hope you stay safe and enjoy the rest of the tournament, and we'll speak soon. Thanks, guys. Pleasure. Mm-hmm.